Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk here on 880 Kixie. I'm Stacey Heller. I'm joined, of course, by my co-star... That's right. I'm calling you a star again. Hey, thank you very much. You are the star on top of my tree, Eric Ryder. Hey, <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Okay. I know. Well, once the season's over, you're you're back to being my co-host. But, you know, it uh, reminds me, me of always with the obscure reference that uh, when I was a kid, uh, my sister had a pen pal in Belgium. And they sent her a cassette with a bunch of like Belgian techno music and (laughs) or it might could have been a friend of hers. I can't remember. But somehow this tape got passed to me because they her her or her friend was not interested (laughs) in this techno music. But I kind of like some of it. And one of them went, I love you. You love me. Put me on your Christmas tree. So... (laughs) And so, I have no idea who the artist was Barney? or the song, but it wasn't Barney. No, this was pre-Barney. Uh, and uh, Barney stole from this techno group. Well, no, that's I. I, I don't think it was even that melody, but God, that, that was it. the line. Yes, so that's funny. Yeah, well, so here we go. There you go. It all comes back around. I eventually. love you. You love me. You are the star on this show's Christmas tree. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, of course. Uh, so clearly. This show is meant to be an alternative to all of the heavy stuff that you listen to each day and every day when you're checking your news feed or watching the news at night. Uh, We are not that. No, we are. We're we're fun. We're fluff. That's right. So so enjoy. Thanks for listening, of course, whether you're listening live or you listen later via podcast. You can, of course, find Don't Ask Me to Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, a reminder to follow the damped, D-A-M-T-T, ball, yes, that's right, ball, playlist on Spotify. Um, and you can also follow Stacy Talks on Instagram. I know that Eric just loves the name of that holiday playlist. <laughs> it's our jingle ball rock, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had to double down on it. Because, like, you know when you make a mistake and it's like there's a better option, but you're like, no, I'm fully going for this. That's what I'm doing. Fair enough. Yeah. So sometimes hey, it, I can be stubborn. It's free. What do you want for free? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're going to have a ball. You're welcome. That's right. If you want to connect with us, you can text or call 475 999 And if you are a fan of Belgian New Beat from the late 80s, early 90s, and you know that song that I was talking about, call us. We got to know. 475-999-2726. I mean, right? Belgian? Yes. So interesting. Um, Okay. So speaking of ridiculous things. They don't just make chocolate. No. They also make techno music. Yes. Like, isn't? Isn't there beer from Belgium? Oh, yeah. And fries. 
Yeah, right? I once ate at a Belgian restaurant in London, and uh, you know the whole thing was that them reclaiming the fact that they came up with fries, not the French. It was the Belgians. <laughs> <laughs> and so every meal came with like a big bowl of fries and a side of mayonnaise. I mean, I will say... The whole special sauce, which is the mixture of mayo and ketchup, is quite delicious. Hey, it's great on fries. Right? For sure. But apparently... Or frites, as they call them. There you go. Palm frites. Palm frites, that's right. Look at us. We're so cultured. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of being cultured, or maybe not in this case, uh, we always talk about ridiculous high holidays. And this week, I have to say... There was not anything on an international level uh, that there was like a math day that is celebrated in India because there's a gentleman who's considered like, you know, we've got James Brown, the godfather of soul, and I guess he's the godfather of math in India. And I'm not going to lie, as the one who curates these holidays and as somebody who was told in fifth grade that I was not the brightest star in the galaxy, but I would marry well, so don't worry about the fact that I can't add. Uh, Math isn't really my jam. So I ignored that holiday. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Now, you're not saying that James Brown is the godfather of math. No, I'm saying saying that typical of America, (laughs) right, right, we would have a godfather of soul, a prince of pop, like, uh, you know, our priorities are not math. Sometimes. Sometimes. I can count the times (laughs) on one finger that my priority has been math. Anyway, um, okay. There are a couple of interesting national ridiculous high holidays, though. Fantastic. Like, did you know that today is short person day? I did not know that. It is short person day. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and I did not look into this as much as I should have, I don't believe that it is... Small person day. I believe that it is short person day. So I'm going to double check this so that I. I'll tell you one person who's not celebrating. Tall Ra- people? <laughs> <laughs> Good guess. Randy Newman. Oh, short people got. <laughs> no reason to live, right? right. Oh, that my was gosh. his big hit song in the early 80s. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So it is about people that are not tall. You know, so like me, like my daughters. <laughs> Shocking well, that short people day okay. would <laughs> exclude right. people that are tall. I'm trying to be like, I don't even want to, I'm trying to be sensitive because there are small, short people out there. Of all kinds of varieties. Right? Yes. And so it is not that so it's for all of you short kings out there and queens, speaking of royalty, like this is your day to shine. And honestly, because you're just finding out about it at like 3.15 on this day, you know what? I bequeath that you get to celebrate it for the next 24 hours. All right. And I'm looking forward to average height day <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think I'm just on the cusp of that. Congratulations. Yes. So. <laughs> I, hey, look, I never said that this was like legitimate, it makes sense holidays. Time. Right, right. Uh, the other thing that it is today Go is- Go shorties, it's your day. Exactly. 
Uh, it's Cookie Exchange Day. You know, this, uh, of all these ridiculous high holidays <laughs> that you've brought to us on the show, I don't think I've heard of any of them. But I feel like Cookie Exchange Day is something that I've heard of in the past. Like it's uh, somehow made its way into the zeitgeist. And maybe it's just because, you know, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas and people are having Christmas parties and making cookies anyway, that uh, the idea of exchanging those cookies uh, being a day, <laughs> you know, is something that people can all relate to and get on board. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever been to a cookie exchange? I believe I have. I feel like it, there was some kind of work scenario that involved the cookie exchange. Okay. Now, there's two schools of thought on this, and yeah. this is why I put this on the on the show today. There's the school of thought where for a cookie exchange, let's say you've invited 25 people, you're supposed to create like five or like 25 plates of five cookies each or something, right? Yeah, I'm so not you, doing that. Right. So you walk away like every person brings these cookies that you can share with everyone. So there's that school of thought where it's very like micromanaged. Then there's my school of thought with the cookie exchanges that I have hosted in the past where you bring something that you have made, you've purchased, you have cut into smaller pieces, you picked it up from wherever, like I don't care, and you put it on a platter and then I go to the cash and carry and I get containers and my guests hang out and they talk and they socialize and they're festive and then before they leave, they take one of the boxes and they fill it up with whatever they want and off they go with some different and interesting cookies to have on their cookie platter for the holidays. Right? Sounds great. Right? Yeah. Uh, now, there are, though, those savvy few that are like, they know who the cookie bakers are and so they're like, I'm just going to get my cookies now. And they make sure that they like pick early and often, which is fair. So anyway. Um, if, we're, if it's me, I'm just ripping the plastic off the top of a package of Hydrox. And <laughs> Wait, you're not, even, you're not even going with Oreos? No. Hydrox <laughs> are the original, and I stand by them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, here's a good recipe for you. Oreos are just cheap knockoffs. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the topics that's on the wheel of uh, topics that we could pick. Is it? Yeah, hot takes. Um, here's a recipe for you. Take a brick of your off-brand cream cheese and your off-brand Oreos, throw them in your food processor until, like, the whole thing, the, the cookie, the cream, the whole thing. Mix it until it almost creates, like, a dark sludge, roll the dark sludge into balls, throw it in the freezer, and then dip it in, like, chocolate coating. And you could add some crushed um, candy cane or something like that, and you have Oreo truffles. You're welcome. You had me a dark sludge. Right? <laughs> it's delicious. It gets really dark. It's weird. Um, but it's delicious. Okay. Today is also Betty Day. Now, I really only brought this up because of Betty White and the fact that in 2022, we lost Betty White and what an icon she was. So I brought it up in honor of her. Yeah, lots of good Bettys. Right? 
Betty Boop, Betty Boo, uh, Betty Rubble, <laughs> Betty White, <laughs> Betty um, Page. Betty Buzz. I don't know Betty Buzz. Betty Buzz is, I think it's Betty Buzz, is the uh, company that is started by uh, Blake Lively to accompany her husband's gin. She has something called Betty Buzz. All right. Mm-hmm. Betty Crocker. Oh, icon. Classic, yeah. Right? You're right. There are a lot of good Bettys. Oh. Go Bettys. It's your day. Hey, short so- Bettys. <laughs> Have some sludge. <laughs> Go to your cookie exchange. Um, speaking of rappers. Gotta love a short Betty. Uh, <laughs> if there's not a rapper called Short Betty, then, you know, somebody's losing money. Well, there is a uh, a rapper named Da Baby, and it's his birthday. All so, right. Go Baby, it's your birthday. <laughs> it's not the thing, same it, as Short Betty, same. sorry. No, it's totally not. <laughs> it's also Megan Trainer's birthday, and I highlighted her because she encouraged us all to uh, sing about our bass. Because, you know, it's all about that bass. Yeah, you know, I've got a sneaking suspicion that uh, the bass is a metaphor for something else. What? But, uh, <laughs> I... I can't quite put my finger on it. Well... You shouldn't. Because I'll be arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Consent is key. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Um, So those are the only holidays that I really came up with. But that's okay because we are three sleeps away from Santa coming. And we have three more nights in Hanukkah. Are we we three-year-olds or uh, pets now? Yes. (laughs) We're... we're, we're... (laughs) Timing things with sleeps now? Yes. Three sleeps away? When it comes okay. to Santa, like, we are three sleeps away. All right. Right? Or you could just take a bunch of cold medicine now and bam, when you wake up, Christmas. Okay, do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not, you can go into a cookie coma, but you cannot t- go into a cold medicine coma. Jeez. Do you remember that uh, skit from Saturday Night Live, though, that uh Comados, I think it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where you ju- just take a giant serving of like NyQuil and then you pass out in a coma <laughs> yes. until a, a cold season is over. Uh huh. Yeah. Totally. Oh. Now, speaking of SNL, uh, this past weekend, Austin Butler was the guest host and they did an awesome parody. Who played Elvis in the Elvis movie? Yes. Yep. Uh, and who apparently is now going to be forever impacted by playing Elvis because I don't know what his cadence of speech was and tone before he was Elvis, mm-hmm. but it seems to be lingering. It's taken a little while for him to shake it off. <laughs> You're welcome for that <laughs> for that boost. Uh, anyway, so they did a parody of It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Did you see this? Yeah, yeah, I watched the, the It show. was funny. Yeah, that was good. That was a good so, one. So uh, the premise is that there's, you know, it's in black and white, and there's the bartender who's like, I'm not going to let you drink. And, you know, uh, Austin Butler is playing a character that goes out, and he's like, you know, ah, I'm working too much. Like, what a mistake I've made. I shouldn't have let Denise go. And he's looking in what's inspiring him, much like the little match girl, is he's looking into a window with this family that is happily having holiday dinner together. Right. And, you know, so you see this whole It's a Wonderful Life thing. Yeah. (laughs) But on their side... There's a guy outside. (laughs) 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 He's perverted. What's going on? And they're doing the smile. Right. 
And like, you know, maybe acting like they don't see him. Right. <laughs> and she's like, take care of this, honey. And he's like, yeah, if pardon we- me if I don't want to get killed. <laughs> yeah. No, that was very good. That was probably the highlight of the show. But in my mind, will never be as good as the lost ending of It's a Wonderful Life that they did on Saturday Night Live in the 80s. I don't know if I know that one. Oh, my gosh. You got to look it up as soon as you can. One of the funniest skits of all time. Uh, Uncle Billy remembers that it was Potter that uh, took the money. And they go, well, what are we waiting for? Let's go get them. And then they all go to- Like a lynch mob? Exactly. All of them. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They all go to Potter's office. (laughs) And then they beat the heck out of him. Oh, my Okay, and I have to watch this. And it's so funny. And it, it it's just, yeah, it's great. Right, Mary gonna... doing the uh, the pile drivers, yeah, <laughs> on him. And then, like, and Juju's pedals? Like, yes. What did yeah. Juju do? <laughs> She's there, too. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, Potter gets up, and he's he's like, no, no, wait a minute. You're in enough trouble as it is, George Bailey. And he's like, why, you're not even a cripple. You're just a fake. <laughs> I'm going to have to look this it's, up. It's so good. It is one of the funniest things of all time. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I know it's not our topic today, but I also watched this past week with the kids uh, Murderville, the show with- Oh, that was great, too. And uh, with Will Arnett. That's and, right, playing Detective Terry Seattle. Mm-hmm. And the premise behind the show is that he and his sort of co-actors, they have a script that they're- that they're they're detectives in training, homicide detectives yep. in training, and it, they have no idea what's going on. Basically, yeah, <laughs> so, and they bring yeah. on like a celebrity. So uh, that's right. It was the kids Jason Bateman. Me, first, they showed me um, Marshawn Lynch. Yep. And I was and like, he was on the Christmas special, too. and he yep. ended up being on the Christmas. And I will say that the one with Marshawn Lynch was very funny, and then they're all pretty good. The Christmas special, uh, you know, who killed Santa? Nobody, kids. It's okay. He's fine. It's it's a story. Uh, it was really funny. Shiv by a candy cane, yeah. <laughs> which made me think of us talking about uh, Violent Night, the the movie that yes. you watched with uh, David Harbour. Which I stand by, by the way. Very good. Uh, anyway, okay. So we got way off topic, but that's <laughs> what we do best. Uh, any follow-up from last week's show? Any songs you needed to add to with the playlist? With regrets, I've had a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my regret is that... We just didn't have enough time to talk about all the great uh, alternative Christmas songs that are, are out there. And Weird Al has a few that oh. are just so fun, like The Night Santa Went Crazy and Christmas at Ground Zero. Highly recommend. Okay. So, yep. I'm going to have to add that. Also, the random one from Belgium, where Belgium, where. Not a Christmas song. <laughs> but you're going to be the star they do, of the They do reference Christmas trees. <laughs> but, but I wouldn't think of that as a Christmas song. There's no sleigh bells or anything else in All there right. that would indicate that. But All right. Um, well, then, uh, with that, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to talk about our secret talents. Keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. We'll be right back. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. 
As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects. It's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Don't ask me to talk. Hey, welcome back to the show. I am Stacy. Of course, I am joined by Eric. Hey, hello. So, <laughs> happy holidays. Happy holidays. So, this week's topic. I thought it was a great idea until confronted with actually having to figure it out. So the topic for this week, every week, for those of you that are new to the show, we have this wheel o topics that if you listen until the end of the show, you get to actually hear it go around and around. And there's a topic that we randomly pick. So it's secret talent. Now, it occurs to me that I live my life very out loud. Mm. So there's not much that's a secret. So then I had to ask around for what is maybe a secret talent. So that was an interesting conversation in and of itself. Now, you, on the other hand, you are a closed book, my friend. I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> like, I'm basically like... I've been doing radio for 20 <laughs> plus years, so I feel like I've exposed a lot of myself, whether I like it or not, <laughs> out into the world, you know? I mean, yes, but like a secret talent... Like, is a different thing. So, like, what? So, I'm going to have you go first. What is a secret talent that you have? Okay. Let's define secret talent first. Uh, um, are we, we're talking about like little things that we can do that, uh, like saying all 50 states in alphabetical order? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Or are we talking about, oh, I'm, you know, secretly uh, an astrophysicist? Yes. That's like, <laughs> On a hiatus. There you go. Yes, both of those. Both of those things. I can okay. only do the former, not the latter. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll just say, as you know, I I play guitar, uh, write some songs, have a lot of fun with that. Um, so that's one thing, but I don't think that's a secret because uh, we've talked about it on the show. Um, but one thing you, that I, <laughs> I'm thinking of just now is that uh, I'm good at finding the, the free parking spaces wherever they are. <laughs> that is a <laughs> Which good— Which comes in very handy in Seattle. I, I feel like I've stumbled across the, uh, the free parking uh, in just about every part of the city, and, and it's getting smaller. It's smaller, the amount of spaces that are free that you can park at. Okay, I like where uh, you're going with this because when I asked my kids, like, the things that they were like, oh, you have a secret talent for this, I was like, what? And they were like, no, that's a talent. And one of mine is I always am able to find in what I'll describe as, like, the front row uh, of Costco a good parking spot. Nice. Like, I always go down this one particular spot, like, lane and it's like, bam, there's a parking spot. And my kids are like, how? And I'm like, because I manifest good. I just assume that there's going to be a parking spot. And there always is. For me, it's more like a sickness. I can't pay for parking. <laughs> okay. You're not supposed so to tell that I've got I've got to buy that free, so, that free parking so space. So how much gas have you spent finding your free parking spot? Well, I drive an electric car, so... Oh. Not a lot, but there, there's been one or two times when I, I was going round and I'm, you know, like going. This really is a sickness because 
<laughs> I've circled this block three times now, you know, that sort of thing. And mostly that's because, you know, downtown Seattle, there's a lot of there. I mean, especially it used to be a lot of one way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's more where they've switched it up. But you get in that bus lane, Third uh, Avenue, I think. Yep. Uh, and then it's like, oh, I can't turn here. I can't turn here. And then before you know it, you're in Soto. And right. it's like, oh, I can turn, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That is a, that's a very good secret talent, actually. Um, like my husband, I know I know I'm supposed to be sharing my secret talent, but uh, his secret talent is that something is happening with my computer and or the printer, mm-hmm. and like I'll have I'll ask other people, and they're all like, I don't know what's going on, and or whatever. He will walk over, and it's not the old like Microsoft like turn it off and turn it back on again. Right. Like he'll just walk over and like hit print and it'll print or whatever it is that's going on with my computer is like, oh no, here he comes. And it suddenly corrects itself and is on its best behavior. It is very annoying. So sometimes secret <laughs> well, talent. Isn't he a software engineer? No. No. no doesn't he work he with worked, software or computers? No. He worked for, uh, see, look at, we're finding out things about each other still. Oh, uh, he worked for Microsoft. However, he's in HR. He does. Uh, oh, okay. He does... Well, some of that magic must have rubbed off on him, I guess. Sure, sure. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll share a couple of my secret talents according to my children. So Will was saying that I my secret talent is being able to find things. And that could be anything from, you know, they can't find where their shoes are, which honestly, it's not that hard. They're like where they left them. So that's just a mom skill. Uh, But I also am really good at finding things like if I go on a search at a store or, you know, whatever it is, I find interesting, unique things. I always find the right thing. Um, And then they also commented that I have a song for everything. So the way that the kids were raised you know, if they were complaining about something uh, and, you know, ah, I want this, I would be like, you can't always get what you want. You can try, but you just might find you get what you need. Or like whatever other great parenting advice I could get from various songs. And I always had a song for everything, which the best satisfaction in that is that now the kids do the same thing. Mm. So you're welcome. And in fact, you can't get no satisfaction. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But that's like to be able to. I feel like I've got that talent as well. But I I don't have any kids, so I can't apply it to parenting. But uh, but I do apply it to (laughs) work sometimes. I've seen you do it. Uh, And there's something about like when you're talking or you're listening to somebody and they say something that brings up a lyric or whatever it is, mm, and yes. it's like, bam, it just takes you to Again, that place. Again, is it a talent or is it a sickness? Because well, <laughs> I mean, in your case, because you're actually quite musically like diverse and well-versed, I would say it's a sickness. <laughs> For me, I would it's say it's a right. talent because I am not as well-versed in music. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, do you have another secret talent? I feel like I'm I'm good at being a bargain hunter. I I can find, you know, pretty good deals on just about anything. That's honestly really good. I, I just worry that one day the bargain hunter will become 
the bargain hunted. <laughs> that and you know what? You should uh, value yourself more than that, Eric. Oh, thank you. I try. <laughs> um, oh, that's that's a good talent, though. I'm I am okay at that, given that I came from. Uh, an environment where my mother used to have a motto that was, why pay half when you can pay double, essentially. Um, I'm always impressed with the fact that I love myself a good deal. Now, here's a secret talent that I'm totally outing myself about. I can lie like nobody's business. (laughs) Like, I can... But are you telling the truth right now? I am. We'll never know. Well, that is true. But I I am very good at lying. Like, scarily so. And, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, manipulate people. Probably when I was a kid, I would do that. Because, um, you know, I was a kid. Right. Uh, now, <laughs> it's, you know, it's typically being, like, trying to be funny or, you know, something like that. Now, I don't lie in the same way that I used to. Uh, I have learned to use my power for good and not evil. Uh but I am very good at telling a story. Like when I was in high school, I had a party at my house and my parents were gone and there was cars all over the street. And we lived on kind of a a rural-ish road and uh, the police came and they weren't called by my neighbor. My neighbor would not have done that to me. And so there was two twin boys that were at the party and they had just arrived and they hadn't had anything to drink and anything to like whatever. And so I was like, hey, go down and tell them that your parents are having a dinner party and you're doing like valet parking and, you know, driving the cars. And so they were like, okay. And they did. And they went down and the police said, okay, well, just move the cars to the dead end and don't have them here on the street because it's dangerous. And so they were like, no problem, officer. And like my mind is just like that quick that I'm like a problem-solving liar. (laughs) Hey. Whatever gets you out of a jam sometimes. I mean, it's pretty great, right? Not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not good, but it's not bad. <laughs> you got to use that talent for good and not for evil. That's exactly. the thing, and that's that's the thing that I have learned to do over time. Uh, but just having that instinct to be able to like figure things out is a good thing. All right, what's another one? Uh, for me, yeah. Um, I've I've got a couple impressions that I do. I've heard you're Ronnie. <laughs> what else you got? No, all my impressions are of dead people. <laughs> so, yeah, they can't get offended. I'm not exactly on the cusp of the zeitgeist, you know, with uh, not pulling out a... <laughs> like Kanye? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's a whole nother Well, you don't thing. have to say I was, anything. I was going <laughs> to... Or you say too much, frankly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who's not problematic these days? And, you know, but yeah. All right. So, so I, you know, I, I've done a little Jimmy Stewart on the show here. Uh, I, I've done a little Reagan on the show. Well, I don't know. And <laughs> the, the, the rapping Ronnie. And it, really, I'm just borrowing from other people that actually do impressions. But I, you, do you know who Gilbert Gottfried is? Do I the know? Stand-up comedian. Aflac. Yes, Aflac. And, he and did. generally, he's got that voice that's like, ah. Yes. So I used to do a pretty decent Gilbert Gottfried impression. Okay. And so, you know, I still <laughs> occasionally will pull out the Gilbert Gottfried impression. 
That's pretty good. And what you can't see, listeners, is he's doing like the hand gesture that <laughs> Gilbert would do that's like, ah, he's like freaking out. A lot of his jokes are offensive. So I <laughs> can't say you know, much. that was the hard thing, you know, <laughs> trying to pull to a non offensive uh, material uh, while doing the impression of Gilbert. But uh, that's like a very funny guy, sadly missed. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's one impression. That's that a good one. There's no call for. Nobody's ever like, hey, Ooh. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if you can do a Gilbert Gottfried impression. <laughs> Why, yes, yes, I can. Great. Then you get out of jail free. You know, you you go to Canada, and it's like a whole other country up there. or Something. <laughs> they all they care about is maple syrup. You get off the plane. How do you want your maple syrup? <laughs> Okay, and not in the candy form. Thank you very right. much. <laughs> very good. Hey, thank you. That's making me think of uh, Andrew Dice Clay. I don't see how, but go on. You know who he is. Yes. And his uh, nursery rhyme comedy. Right. I, Hickory for... dickory dock. You know. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Yeah, he's going to go in it. Right. Oh. She needed the money. <laughs> yes. Well, so that was the little boy blue joke. Okay. I'm just saying, uh, for some reason, Gilbert, like, were they the same time frame? I mean, uh, sure, their Ish. careers overlapped, yeah. Right. And it's crazy, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, that, to think of the fact that he was playing stadiums in, <laughs> right. in, in, in like, 1990. Right. Yeah. And now it's like, where well, is now he now? He's, he's got bit parts on, like, HBO Shows series and, and stuff. Like but, that. yeah, that... that Persona, mm-hmm. a controversial persona, totally. was so big that he was playing stadiums. Well, and the whole, like, I, I guess what made me think of it is that there was just the delivery of it. I mean, everyone has a cadence and a way that they do things, right? Uh, but his whole, like, hey, oh, you know. Yeah, he was doing a character of a, like, a Bronx tough guy kind of thing, I exactly. guess. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. We're, of course, typically way off topic here, but uh, that's a good good bunch of impressions. Any other oh, ones? Thank you. Um, I'll think about it. Okay. I I don't know. I might have one other, but I, I'm off the top of my head. I'm not thinking of it now. All right. Now, I have a question about this. So when you're doing an impression, we all know that when we hear the sound of our own voice in our head, it's not apparently what it sounds like out in the world. So then how do you know? Because, like, I think that I do a great, like, Ethel Merman doing, like, God Bless America slash Kate Smith. Uh, But meanwhile, like, I don't know what my voice actually sounds like versus what it sounds like in my head. Because in my head, I'm like, nailed it, which, (laughs) you know, because everybody wants to hear those two women sing, belt out, God Bless America. Uh, But how how do you learn? Like, is it feedback? Do you listen to it? Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, I hear it. I go, does that sound like the person? Uh, um, yeah. And, you know, if people are like, wow, <laughs> you know, that's pretty it good. Like, yeah. That's, you know, positive reinforcement. Yeah. Right, so, okay. and, you know, I mean, you typically already sound like Ethel Merman. So <laughs> you don't have to work too hard for that impression. So I imagine wow. that. <laughs> That's because I believe that there's no business like show business. That's fantastic. (laughs) So there you go. There's another one of my secret talents. And and another dead person. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this is saying something about our age or. Oh, I definitely think that it is. Yes. Well, you know, hopefully our listeners 
are enjoying it. Yes. I hope so, too. Right? Um, okay. Any other secret talents? Any holiday-themed secret talents? Hmm. I'm excellent at wrapping presents. I bet you are. I am terrible at wrapping presents. I used to work at a jewelry store, and I learned about, like, the very nice, neat corners and, like, the origami almost approach to wrapping presents. Now, I, Bo's I not so, so good much. at it. <laughs> oh, you should have let me know. Bring in your presents. I'll wrap it for you. Um, yeah, Bo's I am not good at. At all. At all. Um... There are, like, I thank God you brought up the secret talent of being able to find a free parking place because, as I said, I mean, I'm a good, I'm good at baking, but that's not necessarily a secret. I had a business. Uh, my mom is convinced that I'm meant to be a writer. Actually, I'm convinced that I would be a great golfer. I think I've talked about this on the show before um, for no other reason than the fact that my dad was a good golfer. And I'm like, I bet I'd be great. I bet you would. I- Why not? Who knows? I don't know yet if that's a secret <laughs> talent. Um, and, I mean, it's not such a secret. I think I talk about it on the show that I'm an intuitive, so I know stuff. Um, but I don't think that's a talent. That's an ability. Right? Yeah, that's something. I mean, you know, say what you want to say. Um, all right. Well, since we only have like a minute left, before we're going to talk to uh, Vance and his not-so-secret talent of making amazing food. Uh, Anything you wished you could do? So many things. (laughs) So many things. I wish I could legitimately sing and play drums or piano. That would be pretty cool. I wish I could do Then I'd be a one-man band. I wouldn't have to work with other people's schedules. The music band. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, I'd like to do those things as well. What's your, any particular standout, like, that you really would like to, you can't steal mine. You know, I don't like sports in any capacity, but on the occasions that I've had to play sports, I would have liked to have been a little better at them. I would have liked to have like a natural talent for mm-hmm. throwing a ball in a hoop or whatever, running fast. I, I'm not good at any of those things. And it was never really a problem because I didn't enjoy them to begin with. Right. <laughs> right. But maybe if I had been better, maybe I would have enjoyed it. I don't know. Which came first? It's an interesting conversation, right? Because uh, our talents are basically an entree into uh, the groups of people that we interact with, and they're a form of communication and connection. Good points. Yeah, well, you know, I have that sometimes. You've got a talent for putting a nice bow on things. Oh, a metaphorical bow. In more ways than one. one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. Or wrapping things up nicely. Oh, just in time for the holidays. Look at that. All right, speaking of the holidays, we're going to talk to Vance and find out how it's going with the Hanukkah prep and even Christmas, Kwanzaa, and all the various holidays that they're probably working very hard on right now over at Dinkfelders. I can't wait. All right, keep listening. Stay tuned. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging.
Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, J.D.K. Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Don't ask me to talk. Hey, welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy, joined, of course, by Eric. That's right. And now it's our favorite segment of the show. It's where we get to talk to the Lord of the Sandwich, the King of the Kanesh, the Duke of the Delhi, a man we like a latka. That's right. <laughs> Van Stinkfelder from Dingfelder's Deli. Happy Hanukkah, sir. How are you? Holy cow. Holy cow is right. <laughs> We like him a latka. That's How long right. have you been sitting on that? <laughs> we, okay, so I've been I've been trying to figure out how many different ways we can use lot, right? Because we sold lots of latkas. I bet. Right. Well, and, I was going to ask. So here we are. Earlier in the show, I said we are three sleeps away from Santa coming. So Christmas is in three days. There's three days left of Hanukkah, and then. Immediately, people start thinking about New Year's if they're having parties. So there's kind of no rest for the weary with you guys. No kidding. No kidding. And, and speaking of no rest for the weary, I have the fabulous, the fantastic, the amazing, the chef, the chef of the future, the chef of the now, Sarah Chelsea, right here. And she is the queen. She gets it all done in the kitchen. And frankly, we've been so understaffed. It's amazing that we've gotten done what we've gotten done this year because staffing issues has just been crazy. And our, our people are looking forward to having Christmas Day off. I'll tell you that. I'll bet. Well... I feel like when you find somebody like Farah, it's sort of like the story of Hanukkah, right? And the oil that lasts for eight days. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, good people are hard to find. And when you dig down and you're able to last as long as Farah lasts during these crazy times, uh, you know, that that becomes a story that people make holidays around. Yes, that you know what, and it is a, it's a Hanukkah miracle, okay, that we have gotten through this so far, and it is due to the the energy that Farah Chassie has. That's all I can say. Okay? Well, you like her a latka too. Uh, we 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 love her a latka. Are you <laughs> kidding? That it's just that's how it is. In fact, everybody in the deli. Loves her a lot, <laughs> And one thing for sure that you can tell is that Sarah just loves getting praised, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, was the most, what was the most difficult thing 
the, the challenge that you found this year in, than in years past? Oh, definitely it's just been a staffing issue, just a lack of staff, like you were mentioning before. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a really good, awesome core team, but we're all working a lot. It's true. That, yeah. that is the hardest part. Well, and, and it's funny. And food service is such a tough industry to work in, and so you really have to have a calling and passion for it and a patience for it. And so finding people that are willing to put in the hard work and not take things personally and then at the same time just, like, really enjoy it and have fun with it, they're the types that are do, that do best in that environment. So, hey, by the way, if you are a hardworking person that doesn't take things seriously, that enjoys that hard work, has that sense of humor, um, and is willing to put in the time, energy, and effort, you should go in and talk to the team at Dingfelders because apparently they're looking for a few good men or women. <laughs> so there you go. That was really good. I feel like the yeah. national anthem should have been playing behind her there. It was like, I mean, it's like, I mean, it, it was like, where's, where's Uncle Sam? You gotta have <laughs> Uncle Sam somewhere in that picture. Hey, we okay. want you. <laughs> did you have one of those posters in your room? Me? No. Uh, I did. <laughs> no, but you know what? My older brother Jay did have a poster of Farah, not present company, but Farrah Fawcett in the iconic bathing suit with the striped towel behind her or whatever that was. But anyway, as usual, we digress. So besides the staffing, what has been the thing, besides staffing, what has been uh, the thing that has kept you on your toes? Everyone's last minute requests, I guess. Yeah. We get a lot of those people calling in after we shut off online ordering or whatever and showing up and begging us to fulfill their orders, I guess. Well, and you guys are so nice there that you do pretty much everything that you can to make that happen. I mean, as Vance talks about a lot, you know, food is a love language, right? And so you guys do everything that you can to make sure that you're able to accommodate people. You know, it's, um, yeah. we will do things to take care of our customers because it's the community. And honestly, that's what it really comes down to. It's the community and us being a part of the community. We feel a responsibility in taking care of them so that they can celebrate with their families. And that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, you know, you got to make the soup, right? So you stay a few extra hours or, you know, somebody needed a delivery and they, 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 the car couldn't get, get out and it was snowing. So I deliver it, you know, you know, it's, it's an, and I'd like to think that that's just Seattle and the service that Seattle, you know, that, that mentality that we have of how we give that customer service in Seattle just a little bit better than other places. It was the one thing that I noticed when I moved here was, you know, and, and, and it's changed a lot, honestly, but it was called the Nordstrom mentality. And I was like, how the people are so nice and how, 
you know, can they do this for you? And the questions and thank yous. And I was, I was shocked coming from New York where it's like, come on, get your order in. You, you know, you hold it up the line to, and, and which is fun, you know, I have to say, you know, because there are people that stand in the inconsiderate zone, right? They're, you know, and at the end of the day, um, and in, in Seattle, people might, you know, cry if you said something like that to them. Right. <laughs> but, you know, um, or, or, or write a bad post, right? And then oh, yeah. how about that, you know? Um, you know, and it's funny that, um, that that comes up because, you know, but anyway, you were talking about the things that made it difficult. Supply chain issues also. COVID has given us, a, um, you know, trying to find enough of the right containers and those types of things. Bags. I couldn't, I, I, you know, we do a Hanukkah box and it's gotten really popular. I love that it's become so popular because I really want it to be a tradition, mm-hmm. right? We, we put like, we put like 30 gelt coins in, four little dreidels with instructions on how to play dreidel. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> right? And, and that's in the box with the, with the food. And it comes with a bow on it, blah, blah, blah. So speaking of the bows, I couldn't get the bows this year in time. So we had to grab cardboard-colored boxes. Brown paper packages tied up with string. They can hey, still contain our favorite things. They still contain. Ooh, say that again, please. Brown paper packages tied up with string. They will contain some of our favorite things. Okay, Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. Okay, 12 Nights of Christmas, right? Yeah. Okay. We're all good from, you know, five. Five Five gold rings. Four calling birds. Five golden rings. Right. Four calling birds, three French heads, two turtle gloves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Right. Are you good from the top down? Well, let's see. Uh, The top of Christmas, which is to me. 12 drummers drumming, 11 pipers piping, 10 ladies dancing, 9 lords a-leaping, 8 maids a-milking, 7 swans a-swimming, 6 geese a-laying, 5 golden rings, 4 calling birds, 3 French hens, 2 turtle doves, and a partridge in my pear tree. Wow. Baby. <laughs> Nicely baby. done. Did I get it right? Baby, baby, I, I'm pretty sure you did. You got it right. Woo, you woo, woo. <laughs> that was really, really I knew you'd be the right person to ask. What can I say? This brain is full of useless information. We love that uselessness. Thank you. (laughs) It's like Festivus for my brain. So New Year's, Christmas is in three sleepies, right? We get three sleepies for Christmas. We are closed for Christmas. Good for you. Everybody gets a day off. We close early on, on, on Christmas Eve. We, however, will be open... Um, on New Year's Day. Okay. And we'll be open the day after Christmas Day. So, back to normal. Okay. And okay. and we've opened up. We, we had a klezmer band. And... Spilkis, right? Yeah, Spilkis came in. They had a ball. Unfortunately, I couldn't be there. So, my team, my team did it. You ready for this? Without me. Yeah, way to go. Go team. Barely. And if it wasn't for Farah, none of it would have happened. 
we would have had to refund everybody and, and think about all the all the Hanukkah latkes that was wouldn't have been a lot. Right. <laughs> so give that chef a bonus. It is now forever in audio that I just said that. Uh, and if since we're running out of time here, if listeners want a bonus for their taste buds, then the best thing to do is to contact the folks at Dingfelders by going to the website, which is dingfelders.com. Or if you are already starting to party plan for 2023, it is not too early. I mean, maybe today is too early, but generally it is not too early to be thinking about that and using Nourish Catering. So go to nourishcatering.com and they would be happy to help you. Alatka. Alatka. <laughs> so there you go. That sounds so good right now. I know. I could just demolish a plate of latkes. I got a right? plate of latkes, man. Come get it. Okay, the big, the big, the big deal, and I told you guys last, last week, the big thing is mixing the onion mushroom compote with the gravy. Yep. It's ridiculous. I haven't tried that. Sounds yeah. amazing. All right. Well, uh, as you always, a, you've left us you super guys, hungry. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa and anything else that your family likes to celebrate. And um, I really miss you guys, and I can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you, too, and uh, be healthy and happy. We will talk to you again next week. Yeah. All right. Well. Bye. Bye. Take care to you both. Thank you. All right. Always great to talk to Vance and his friends and staff. I know. Wonderful. Hopefully they're having a... uh, a great Hanukkah so far. It sounds I, like it's been crazy busy, but it's been a crazy night. Found some time to enjoy as well. And we're going to enjoy talking about something new next week. What's it going to be? Let's find out. <laughs> All right. The number of states that we visited. Oh. Now, I'm assuming we're talking about the United States of America, not our mental states, where we <laughs> you know? have visited many, no doubt, even throughout this I, singular show. So. I had not thought of that. Uh, I believe that I did mean the 50 states, um, although I like where you're going with that, but maybe that's for another show. So, yeah, let's do it. All right. Awesome. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. We'll see you next week.